Hey, Rob. Yes. Um, before you were asking me about uh, Thomas the Tank Engine's sexuality. <laughs> That's a little bit more than I wanted to reveal, but sure. Yes, I was. I was asking you about that. Um, I've looked up some diagrams on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's more disturbing than you can possibly imagine. Right. Uh, please, please relay the fact. Lay down the facts about. Okay. You. I thought more rails would be required, but what you kind of need is a big, long running start. <laughs> God. <laughs> Hello, all of you lovely people, and welcome to episode 42 of Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined as always by the inventor of Crystal Pepsi, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. How are you, A.C.? Well, look, Crystal Pepsi was such a great idea. Mm. I mean, adding crystal meth and Pepsi together sounds like the perfect combination together at last together at last yeah. as you say yeah. not only that we didn't even need to add coloring people i mean people in crystal meth will just stare at that thing for hours that's really, you've already the bottle you've already won basically at that point uh you've got their money you know that's oh yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Matters. um customs people seem to like it as well because yeah. it was all seized Upon entering Australia. <laughs> it is one of that yummy taste of delicious Crystal Pepsi. So tasty and, and, and popular. We, look, due to copyright laws, we had to take the meth part out. But the Pepsi part, oh, they were fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's only, it's only like, you know, half of the appeal, but... <laughs> I, think if you, I think if you're taking Crystal Meth yeah. and Pepsi, mm. I think the Crystal Meth part is actually... The most appealing part of that. <laughs> probably right. Like you probably take or leave a Pepsi. Yeah, look, Pepsi's not... Um, look, I'm going to start casting aspersions about Pepsi. It's I fine. will. Pepsi a- sucks. <laughs> no, Pepsi... Pepsi is like... If, if, if you, like, dig a hole in a toxic waste dump and then add more brown yeah. and then mix it up yeah. and then spit in it mm. and then shit in it, that's Pepsi. Damn, that's shots fired here on Game Life Balance Australia. I, you know, it, I, Pepsi doesn't actually taste that bad, but um, the reason I'm bitter mm. about Pepsi... Yes. ...is because in the year 2015... Um, they released, like, um, Pepsi Perfect from Back to the Future 2. Yes. They released five of them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Some, approximately apparently, five of them. There's five different versions of perfection, apparently. That's it. Yeah. And everyone wanted these ones, and these shot up in price on eBay, and you can't get them. And it's like, they could have... If, even if they just been a limited edition for a month yeah. put it out they, they would have made so much money of people yeah. going oh my god I remember this from Back to the Future cool I'll keep it and have the bottle mm, mm. instead they released five and you know you know who profits off that scalpers that's yeah, who yeah and speaking of scalpers I was going to say speaking <laughs> of manufactured rarity <laughs> today we're going to be doing a system review that's right of the uh, SNES or SNES if you're Australian yes uh, classic mini, which I managed to get my hands on today. Today being Saturday, the thirtieth of September. Yes, in our Lord's Year, twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, that guy. It's <laughs> all right. We we go, we go bowling twice a week. He's a good guy. Uh, so there's a bit of an addendum to this. We might sound a little bit different this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we do or don't. Like, tweet me and tell me because I'll be very curious to know. Basically, we're recording this in the garage because my uh, the games room mm-hmm. because my daughter is a little bit sick and we don't want to wake her up. Mm. Uh, the games room is a little bit more cramped. Yeah, uh, and it's there's might be an echo and you might be able to hear the computer in the background. Yes, it's it's it's, it's less ideal than our, our perfectly um, sound dampened recording studio that we normally record these in, which uh, is my living room. But uh, this this will do, and we've certainly recorded in worse. Um, Environments? Locales? I was going to say locale, but sure, environment. Look, if this sounds better, let us know, because we can record in here all the time. (laughs) It might actually sound better. I don't Mm -hmm. No idea. No idea at all, until we actually do this. But, uh, as I said, we are selling scalpers today. That's right, yes. We are scalping scalpers. (laughs) It was was always going to come to this point. Scalps of scalpers are on sale now, and (laughs) let me tell you, they're going. 
Imagine, so, imagine if that was it. Imagine yeah. if you found these scalpers, scalped them, put their scalps on eBay, <laughs> oh, and all the people who were sick of paying scalpers' prices were bidding to get these scalpers' scalps. Oh, imagine. Just imagine, AC. I would... Oh, my God. Be, and the thing, the thing is, like, all How of these... How much would you pay for a scalper's scalp? I'd probably pay a lot more than I would for uh, an SNES Mini, I'll tell would you that much. you pay a highly inflated price? <laughs> because that's probably what they'll go for. But every scalper thinks, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong. It's just mm. capitalism. It's just the market. Well, well, you know, we could have scalped, like, you know, 20,000 scalpers. But we decided to only scalp, like, 300. <laughs> you know, because we thought that, you know, that's probably enough. And definitely not trying to, you know, push out the market price or anything like that. Or, no, like, well, generate- they, they, they do come with the certificate. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we couldn't get going on with the scalpers. Just, I'm not right bitter. Out. I am not bitter. I am pretty bitter. Yeah, fair enough. But let's get on to our system review of the SNES Classic Mini. So the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Mini was um, released mostly worldwide on the 29th of September. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the 30th of September in Australia, we got sift as usual. <laughs> Uh, and it's just typical. Like they just the world just decides to line up and take a big dump on Australia. Basically. Yeah, we should be first. Well, technically, New Zealand should be first. Yeah, we should be. If there's any justice in the world, I see. Uh, and we should have got it first. And we should have been tweeting our pictures, going, "Oh my god, look at this! You can tell, yeah, we're, we're first for a change." But no, mm-hmm. no, next day. So I I did pre-order this system. Mm-hmm. I very very rarely pre-order anything. Yeah, it's not not a good idea to pre-order things generally speaking. Mm. But um, I wanted to. I wanted one of these. Mm. I'm a big fan of a lot of the games, despite the fact that I already own most of them on cartridge. <laughs> and <laughs> shut your face. Yeah, shut you're your an interesting. Face. Let's say you're an interesting use case for this. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't own all the games. Uh, there are some. We'll go through the games in a minute. But let's talk about the system itself. Right. Uh, so it's. Pretty small. Yes, it is. It is. Um, I'm gonna say impressively small. Mm. Uh, you think small? Oh, you, yeah, mini. Okay, that's gonna be little, but it is littler, if that's a word, than 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 you would expect. Mm. It's smaller than than you would think. It fits about in the palm of your hand. Mm. Uh, kind of a bit bigger than a packet of cigarettes, I suppose. I suppose to me, it's like two mobile phones stuck together. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of about how big it is. Yeah, and uh, it's look, it is cute. Yeah. It's very very detailed. Mm-hmm. Like they got they got the mold. You know, very, very accurate from the first one, and they just yeah. shrunk it down. Of course, the uh, cartridge slot doesn't um, pop in and out. The eject button doesn't work because mm. you wouldn't need it to. Yeah. But it's adorable. And of course, Australia is the PAL region. Yes. So we got the good version <laughs> of the Super Nintendo, yeah. which is the one that doesn't look like a uh, grey and purple Volvo. It is funny how, like, there are people out there who will, who will go to bat. For the, the US, the, the NTSC version of the uh, the Super Nintendo. Mm. I don't think those people are, um, you know, a little odd. They're wrong. Um, I mean, they're wrong, first and foremost. Yeah. They probably need psycholo- at the psychological... Psychological. <laughs> they need psychological help. <laughs> it's late. We're tired. Psychomagogical <laughs> problems they probably have. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But look at the... Sm- like, there's, like, nice rounded edges on the PAL one, you know. Yeah. It's just sleek and smooth and... It's- you could put it in a wind tunnel. You know, someone... Like, an old man has been sanding this and just whittling it for, for years, you know, just to get it just right. With just a cor- right. Corn cob pipe sticking out of his... The corner of his mouth. I could go on about this this old man for a while, but... <laughs> Um, let's talk about let's talk about the um, the actual controllers. AC. That's the other part of the system that you yep. get. You get two controllers with the mm-hmm. system, which is good. Because, which is good, yeah. Because back in the day, back in the day, you didn't get two controllers with the system. No, it was terrible. Yeah. I remember, like, I got a Super Nintendo. It was the first kind of system that I got that was still the most up to date system at the time. Mm. Mm. Not only probably by a couple of months before the um, PlayStation One came out. Yes, but uh, I got it. And it only had one controller, and I actually managed to buy another controller within a couple of days at a garage sale. So I was very, very lucky there. Isn't it funny how? Remember, do you remember when you ever you were playing these old these old consoles? They see that there was always one controller that was good, and then there was like the NAF controller mm. that you'd give to your mate. You'd be like, use this one, and they're like, hey, wait, left doesn't work, and you're like, ah, I'm killing you. <laughs> and, uh, this was not the case because yeah. uh, Andrew AC Yoshimura, whose name was not Yoshimura back then, but <laughs> Campbell. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't buy third-party junk like that. So yeah. I actually had a genuine second uh, controller made by Nintendo themselves. Hand, that, that bloke handmade it, the old man. <laughs> the corn cob pipe. Yeah. Yep. Um, so obviously they have different... They are exactly the same size. Mm. They feel exactly the same as the original Super Nintendo yeah. controllers. The colors are the same. 
the green, blue, yellow, and red buttons, mm. which the Power Region had, same as the Sufami. Yeah. And the ends of the cables were a bit different um, for this version because, of course, you can't have the original ones because it's a it's a, a Wii Classic controller fitted port. Yeah. So what actually happens is where you would normally put the controllers in, in the original Super Nintendo, that bit flips down. Yes. To reveal the, uh, the updated version. So you can still... Make it look good on a shelf, yeah. if that's what you want to do with it. It has the facade of a, of a, a proper SNES. Yeah. Um, but that's cool that, I mean, they're using, they're using modern tech. But I will say, when I when I played um, the uh, Classic Mini not long ago, um, I think it's, it's a point in the system's, um, you know, favour that I didn't even notice the controller. I was like, I just picked it up and played it. And it, it just felt so much like a Super Nintendo controller that I didn't even... I didn't even take the time to think about whether it felt right or not. It just did. Yeah. You know? So that, that, is, that is points on, on the board for that. So. And that's really good, yeah. I mean, it yeah. looks the part. It feels the part. Um, the games themselves, we'll, we'll go through each game individually in a minute, but um, yeah. the, the system end looks fine. It looks a lot like the original NES Classic Mini. Mm-hmm. It is a little... Um, uh, it's not janky, but, you know, they're all in a row, so you need to scroll through every game individually. Yeah. Uh, you can... There's save states. There's a rewind bit, which I haven't tried yet, where you can actually go and rewind to a better part or, or, or you know, a part of the game where you were doing better. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. You can add filters. There are frames because it's 4 by 3 originally. Hmm. So you can add frames. Like, I've chosen the television kind of frame, the classic wooden TV look. Uh, so it... It does everything that it's supposed to do. Um, The outputs are HDMI. And the power is uh, USB uh, based. Mm -hmm. Now, there is no USB adapter included in this. And some people cry bloody murder about about this. Yeah. I don't think you need to. Because what a lot of people out there are forgetting Mm. is that all modern TVs have a USB port on them. Yeah. You are given the cable and it's all just five volts. So you can run it off your television. Mm. And Mm. people are always going, oh, but I, I need to run it off the... No, you don't. You yeah. run it off the TV. That's why they didn't bother including one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these these things aren't... It's not hard to find the, a, a hole to stick a USB cable into these days. Yeah, I mean, you can just use your um, phone if you wanted to. That'd yeah. be fine. So that, that's interesting. Because uh, I, I did notice, it's just saying big red writing. AC adapter is not included. Yeah. Um, they also, do sell them separately if you want them. But, you know, what kind of mug would buy one, really? Yeah. I mean, we'll get into this later. But there is, it's also a bit funny that it, it's rated M. At least in Australia, crude, crude humor. humor and sexual references. I think that's the Thomas the Tank Engine part at oh, the top of the show. Right, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go through the game now, mm-hmm. the list of games. There are 20 plus one games. <laughs> that's right, 20 and actually, plus one. It says 20 plus one games pre-installed. What does that mean, Nintendo? Tell it's me. Good. What it's, does that mean? It's good that they're pre-installed because mm. there's no other way, <laughs> legal way, you can actually get games onto this system. You can't buy them, you can't download them. It yeah. is what it is. It's basically a brick with games. It is a closed system, as they say. So Pretty much. Okay, mm. uh, Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Yep, that's good. It's a good game, run and gun. Should we review them as we go? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep, that, you shoot a lot of things, they shoot at you. Um, it's kind of hard. It's um, a hard game. But, but it's I think, fun. I think once you get used to it, it'll be all, it won't be so bad. There's a bit of pattern memorization there. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. So what? I mean, look, that game was awesome when it came out. Oh yeah. So I don't know impressive. whether it, I don't know whether it holds up super well. You know, it's one of those weird things that mm-hmm. um, it was so popular when it came out because it was, in a way, not the swan song because it had like two sequels. Yeah. For on the Super Nintendo, and the second sequel was a much better game, mm. but. There was something about it. It brought back Donkey Kong yes. into the modern gaming vernacular Definitely. in a way. Yeah, he was at risk of being forgotten, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think he would have been, oh, yeah, he was Mario's first enemy. That's what he was. But now yeah. he's his own thing again. Yeah, totally. And this game is still fun. It's mm. not a great game. But mm. I play it and I go, you know what? I can play this for a while. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's Steep it... difficulty curve, though. It gets hard really fast. It's definitely like a fine a fine game. It's, it's just perhaps not the tightest platformer. And the, the graphics, which were a big part of its appeal earlier, you know, when it was released, um, are no longer as impressive as they no, once were. No, they're so. very in-betweeny. Yeah, but still, you know, it, 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 it's fine. It's a fine product. Uh, Earthbound? Yeah. I've never played Earthbound. No, neither have I, but I hear so much. I mean, it, it seems like a real, like, um, 
What do you call it? A cult classic? Cult hit? Yeah, it is cult, um, but it's kind of gone <clears throat> a little bit beyond that now to mm. more, once again, kind of the modern gaming. At least every retro gamer knows what it is, even if they haven't played it. Yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure that game's fine. What I hear is that that's a good mm. game. So, <laughs> so Final Fantasy 3, which is technically Final Fantasy 6. Yeah. Never played it. Confusing bullshit. Um, never played it. Um, didn't get a chance to play it today because we don't have a spare 20 or 30 hours. Or I mean, it, for all I know, it could be 60 or 70, these, these yeah. RPGs. I hear that is one of the better Final Fantasies, though. Yeah, again. So it's good to have it. Again, I've heard good things, so mm. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, F-Zero? Yeah, so uh, check that out. Um, that's a That was a... Um, a launch title for the SNES. Um, it's it's actually still pretty fun. It it holds up pretty well. Um, it's not your typical racing game though, so that can throw you off a bit. Uh, the mode it's, it's mode seven basically, just yeah. mode seven all the way. It's like you're driving on a flat piece of paper that rotates basically. It's not a bad um, game. Yeah, uh, it's it is fun, but it is a bit dated, and you can only have one player. They yes. couldn't figure out the hardware back then yes, to, a shame. to get two players for that. You need a separate processor, I suppose, because it does it does make um, Super too Mario fast. Kart mm. seem like just the, the superior choice for Mode Seven racing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which we explain what Mode Seven is, or just let people look that up. Uh, Mode Seven is basically like a faux three Dness. Mm. Basically, what they did uh, to achieve a three D effect is they would get a bitmap. Mm. Um, and then they would flatten it and give it another axis into the distance. Yeah. So it's actually just what you're looking at is one picture. Like yeah. one picture, but it's just kind of being set on an angle. Yeah. So it looks like it is 3D, but you're just kind of racing on like a, a skewed kind of JPEG effectively. Yeah, it's clever. A lot of games use Mode 7 for visual effects. Mm. Things like, like over maps, like uh, in uh, RPGs and things mm. were often in Mode 7, but it was used um, in F-Zero and, and more famously in, 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 in uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, because it wasn't there was no 3D. There wasn't a whole lot of 3D you could do there and you yeah. needed the uh, Super FX chip, which we'll get to. Mm. Uh, Kirby's Dream Course, which is basically kill the enemies, get into a hole, so it is golf. Yes, it's interesting. It's a little, it's a weird little game. Mm. And never really came across it before until until we played it today but it seems like a fun laid back sort of thing um if you get into it if you got it and it was the only game you had i could imagine you getting really into it but yeah if you wanted a kirby game this isn't it like no. this isn't a kirby game this is a golf game with kirby <laughs> yes. as the ball that is accurate um kirby superstars which is kind of like six mini games which aren't that mini mm. like they're, they're they're pretty they're all fleshed out yeah and they're they're, they're there's a lot of content in all of them there's even like a Metroidvania-style game, a chase game. There's basically the game, original Game Boy game on there. Yeah. So that's fun. That, that scratched my Kirby itch. Yeah. In a way that um, Dream Course just, just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good to see some Kirby on, on this uh, this console because I re- I'm a big fan of Kirby, as you know, AC. It's probably best they chose this one rather than Kirby's Adventure 3 with the animals because mm. they would have skipped two at some point because there's no like Game Boy Mini. Or, yeah. You know... Game Boy Classic or anything, which is not where the second one. Oh, I'm sure they'll get around to it. It's, the, it's so small though that you can't even play it. It's just the size of your thumbnail. You uh, have to swallow it with a drink of water. Yeah. That's how you experience those games. <laughs> you digest the game. All right, uh, let's power on through. Yep. Uh, Mega Man X. Yeah, so that's Mega Man X. Yeah. Uh, not probably not the best. <laughs> a bad review. It is the game that it says it is. <laughs> it does what it says on the box. Yeah, it's probably not the best of the X games, but once again, they kind of had to stick the first one on there. I think. Yeah, it makes sense. It's mm. Mega Man, but it's kind of nineties Mega Man. If that, if yeah, that more that. anime. Yeah, uh, Secret of Mana. Great game. Uh, I do have the cartridge to this. Mm-hmm. I have not played all the way through it. No, it is a good game, but it's also a little fragmented. Like I think. They wanted this for the uh, Sony add-on, which yeah. was originally playing the CD. I think this cut a lot out of that game, mm. uh, but it's still a, it's a good and well-regarded I, game. I think it's a darn good game. I played a fair bit of it back in the day. Um, I think it's it's yeah, it deserves to be on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Fox. Yeah, Star Fox. Again, it's a game that was impressive back in the day, but these days is interesting more as a museum piece, I think. It was. Else. It did well for being on the Super Nintendo. That's what you need the yes, um, Super FX card Oh, my God. For? AC, when I was a kid, yeah. I had the biggest boner for this game. I was like, <laughs> I was just, you know, I, was, I would stand there in the department store watching it, watching the demo of it play over and over again. And this is what turned Rob into a fairy, I should add. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly... That's where he got the that's, tingle. Yes. <laughs> The dark, the dark path that I've 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 gone down in my life, uh, yeah. So I I friggin loved Star Fox. Um, 
but that has not translated into me still loving it in 2017. No. I think it's an interesting thing that probably... Look, I don't know whether it really should be on here, to be honest, but anyway. I think it should be. Um, yeah. I think because, you know, this is all about classic games, and that is a classic game. Yeah, it is classic. It yeah. is still fun, but it is it is it it does look dated. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, yeah. apparent, or Hyper Fighting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently, like, it's one of the best Street Fighter games on SNES, because there were like three iterations, possibly more. But right, yeah. Like, there was Championship Edition and... Is this like the one to get if you... Or something else anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, Super Street Fighter was the other one on. Yeah, I get confused. Look, it's it's fun. We played it, but it, it's Street Fighter and not the best version. It's not the arcade one, which Rob and I like, so... Yeah, I think anything less than the arcade at this point is, is a bit disappointing. Yeah. But, you but know, it, that's probably, if that's the best SNES version, you got to do it. It was such a big deal at the time. Mm. Super Castlevania 4, great game. Yes, it's it's sixteen bit Castlevania. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Hmm. Ghouls and Ghosts. I'm a bit, I'm a bit like confused about this one actually being ha- being on this system, AC, because it didn't strike me as a game that was like super iconic or anything. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I knew a lot of people who played it. I have the cartridges, and I've played it since. It yeah. is so much better and so much more refined than the NES yeah. version. That so. is true. This, this is more close to the arcade. So it is still like. It suffers from all those problems of of ghouls and ghosts. So it's just fairer, being, but it is hard. Still, yeah, it's know? just a hard and kind of clunky yeah. game. Um, but like, I love. I have a love for those those games that is not really rational. I know, um, but that's what kind of this classic system yeah, is all about like, in a lot of ways. Do you love old games in a way that's not particularly rational? Then you mm. might want to buy one of these. That's actually a pretty good. That's actually a pretty good review well, of the system. Yeah, basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do got you, there early. Do you not care about logic and reason? Then buy this. game. <laughs> Buy this console. <laughs> we, um, they should write that on the box. Yeah, okay. Just on a sticky label. <laughs> All right, uh, Super Mario Kart. Yeah, that's a fucking great game, right? Uh, uh, I mean, it's not my favorite one. <laughs> We're going to disagree. Yeah, I, yeah. I quite like it. It is good. It, it is good mm. for the Super Nintendo era. Yeah. It's not my. I find it very difficult to go back to now. It is very hard. Mm. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. Uh, one of my wife's favourite games. Oh, really? Your wife's Real a super loves fan? It. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Super fan of that. Mm. She's com- she's uh, played it to completion, I do believe. There you go. Well, I'm sure she'd give it a glowing review. I haven't actually played it, except for a little bit today. Yeah, it, I don't even know if it came out in Australia. Mm. I don't think it did. Yeah. It was so towards the back end that it might not have... Um, Mm. And it's it's very rare in English today, but, you know, you can get the ROMs in many, many different ways. Okay. It's good they included it here. Yeah. Super Mario World, best game ever made. Yep, definitely. Uh, Super Metroid, again, one of the best games ever made. It's a very good game. It's I'm, probably the best yeah. Metroid. It's very slick, I see. I want to say quickly, I was playing it today uh, with you by my side, and... Um, Oh my gosh, they went they went over the top with the, the production values, that mm. intro sequence, man. And like just the all the little graphical tweaks and um, the effects and stuff. It's a very pretty game and they're trying to really like tell a cool story um, with that with that game. So um, that alone I think makes it worth being on the on the thing. But apparently, apparently it was like super duper popular as well. Um, so you know. Yeah, all the all the core gamers at the time were playing it. Yeah. I, I didn't get the chance to play. I do own the cartridge. Um, it was one of those things that I got pretty far, but the battery was dying. Mm. And I got kind of like a third of the way through the game. And then when I plugged it in next time, the save had died, oh. so there was just not enough energy in the battery. It yeah. worked for a little while, and then it just spat out. Damn. So I changed the battery, but I, I would have had to have started over again. And You, you lost know, the taste for it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, I just kind of moved on, and I always think that I'm going to go back to these games, and one day I might, mm. but not yet. Okay. All right, uh, Super Punch-Out. Yeah. That's a game that is certainly a game that games... <laughs> uh, it's like the arcades... The arcade version of Punch-Out. The original arcade uh, had like a wireframe version and then it had another monitor up the top. Mm. Uh, And it's very rare to find the original Punch-Out arcade games now because they were all mostly converted into PlayChoice 10s because it wasn't a particularly popular arcade. Right, okay. Uh, But it... You know, I can. St- there is an appeal here. Mm. Uh, it just—it's just not quite as iconic as um, yeah, Mike Tyson's. Yeah, Mike Tyson's Punch Out is—is is, um, you know a stone cold classic. This this game is good though. It looks good. It has a good arcadey feel to it that I, I enjoy. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Once again, regarded as one of the best games, probably one of the best, if not the best, of the 16-bit era. Yeah. Um, yep. People often say. 
And this kind of loses meaning. It's like the best Zelda game ever. It's like, well, you know, Breath of the Wild, Ocarina of Time, the original. That kind of starts to lose a bit of meaning after a while, but I can yeah. certainly see why this would be many people's favourites. Yeah, for some people, this will be their, their this Zelda. This is Zelda to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yoshi's Island sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> That's it, isn't that... That's a 20 plus one? Oh, wait, did we miss the plus one? We missed the plus one. I also wanted to skip over Yoshi's Island. It's a bit... (laughs) It's a divisive game. It is. Look, I'm... Divisive? Divisive, yes. Hmm. Look, it's not the worst game ever made. It's just when you come off the back of one of the most perfect games ever, Super Mario World, Hmm. and I was so excited to get this game, but there was one thing, like, the, the, you know, egg-pooping Yoshi... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he poops uh, out the eggs and he throws them at people yeah and he makes a strained face and <laughs> he throws them at people and you know I can get over all of that yeah but the sound bite they used for Mario crying is the most annoying yeah. sound out of if I was a magazine reviewer back in the day I would have said I would have gone on about how gorgeous the graphics are how well it controls how different it is and then I would have given it a big fat zero <laughs> because of that crying Mario <laughs> That game gets 0 out of 10. Oh, People should be shot. It, it is a very annoying noise, definitely. Yeah. I will say. I haven't, I haven't spent much time with it, so I can't really give much of a review. So um, leave it with a- AC's rather <laughs> rather biased view Come on at that. me. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the one game that has never been released, Star Fox 2. It was completed. Mm. ROMs have been circulating for a while, but it's not of the finished product. This one is of the finished product. Yeah. We played it a bit. Yeah. Was, um, we chose Faye, I think her name was, yes. uh, the poodle, and Skippy, Slippy. Skippy. Skippy the bush kangaroo. No. <laughs> Slippy the stoner frog, yeah. uh, who Rob thinks is a stoner for just, some reason. I just thought it would be funny if he was an incompetent stoner. Um, and it was fun. Like, I can see... Yeah. Like, it is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very ambitious. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's like kind of like an Asteroids kind of 3D sort of thing. Yeah, like you're defending your home world and you're kind of like traveling to these different spots like dynamically mm. uh, rather than... You, you don't know, select, you actually yes. move your ship to these destinations. Yeah, it's like, it's less like Super Mario World's overmap and more like Missile Command in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to explain, but... They were trying to go for something there, um, and um, I don't know whether they succeeded, but it's, it certainly came across as very, um, you know, um, high-minded. Uh, they were going; they were really trying to stretch. Uh, I can see why they didn't mm. uh, release it because by this stage, the PlayStation Two was out, and it just would have looked PlayStation One. You mean? Yeah, sorry, PlayStation One. Did yeah. I say two? Did I? That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it would have been out at that stage when yes. the N sixty four wasn't ready, and it just wouldn't have looked that great in comparison yeah. because that's where the comparison would have been made yes. so they decided to sit on it and uh, it turns out like what 30 years later mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's a thing now it's probably a big selling point to this system I'd say so actually a lot of people might buy it just so they can have that yeah uh, I'm sure they'll re-release it on like ROMs in like the next 30 years or something but mm. what uh, overall uh, we've been babbling on for a while now so overall what are your thoughts on this system alright well look maybe do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first all right. All right, I will say yeah. before you go, uh-huh. this costs $120 in Australia, about 8,000 yen, probably plus tax in Japan, and about yeah. 80 bucks in America. Yes. So it is an expensive system in Australia. Definitely. Yeah, and that, and that colors my review somewhat because, yeah, I mean, we discussed this a little earlier, I see, but there are, there's only like really three audiences for this, this system. Uh, one is, um, you know, a kid. Yep. Right? Uh, the second is, um, you know... Uh, well, actually, there's only two. <laughs> you're either a child or you're, or you're an aging Nintendo fan, right? Like, yep. that's, that's the, two, the two markets. But the aging Nintendo fans probably have access to all of these games in, in, in various other ways. Like, you know, whether it's the virtual console or whether you're a, a retro gamer who's collecting... The carts, um, you know, like mate AC here. Mm-hmm. Um, so why would you want to buy this? Is the question, and and it boils down to well, it, you know, collectability, and it's cute looking. It looks nice on the shelf. It does, yeah. There's a convenience factor as well in being able to just plug it into a modern, you know, uh, flat screen TV and have it just work. 
you don't need to you know start converting video signals and that sort of crap you can yeah. just you can just jam it right in there and off you go and you're playing super mario world like that that's a good thing and these games are all very good if you take the price 120 bucks divided by the number of games which is like you know 20 let's say 20 games yeah <laughs> that's six dollars for make ease of maths that's like six yeah. bucks a game that's a little on the high side but not that much on you know and some of these some of these games are like you know some of the best games ever made yeah um without a doubt like super super mario world you cannot argue that is a extremely good game um it is a high it is a high price though so i can't i can't give it a 100% recommendation yeah but if you if you like nintendo even slightly and you don't have a like say you're not ac say you're not <laughs> The kind of madman who collects old consoles and, and, and puts batteries back into cartridges. Yeah, that okay, yeah, that's, then, that's me. <laughs> then this might be a good buy for you if you just want to, like, you know, have a bit of nostalgia. Um, but if you're a hardcore gamer, you have to sort of wonder why you're buying this. And and then it comes out of that whole collector thing. So I'm not really... I'm a bit on the fence about whether this is worth the money, actually. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. My views on this are... Look... <sighs> I am that sort of freak who collects all of those stuff. I have a, mm. you know, like my games room is full of that. Yeah. The walls are full of these kinds of old games. Now, if I were to look at this list, uh, let me see. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen of the games on cartridge. Yeah, yeah. The only ones I'd be missing missing are Earthbound, Final Fantasy three, and Kirby's Dream Course. And you're not much of a RPG guy anyway, so by getting no. it for those two RPGs is not really the motivation. No, it? Star Fox two was a like it was something I really enjoyed back in the day, and I kind of wanted it. Mm. Um, I will talk about the emulation slightly. We're running really long here. Yeah. But I have a retro freak which basically does this. Mm-hmm. I did notice that the emulation is a bit better cool. um, for these games. It's a lot better for the Super FX games like Star Fox. It's yeah. almost not quite one-to-one, but it's so close, like 99%. Mm-hmm. And there is almost zero latency. Right. And that is so important. Yeah. Because even like a tenth of a second latency is, is you know, can be damaging. Mm. And there's not a lot of latency on the, the Retro Freak on modern televisions. But sometimes there is enough. Um, the games are emulated so perfectly is that there was even slowdown in Mega Man X. Mm. And I went, oh, hang on. I remember that from the original cartridge. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so it's like that's how good the emulation was. They didn't speed it up. They didn't really change it that much. So, mm. okay. so look, if you're a massive Nintendo fan and you can get your hands on one, sure, get one. It, it looks cute on a shelf. It, there is an ease of access of plug and play. Yeah. Uh, and of course, if you're a Nintendo fla- fan, flan, flan, uh, you are a freak. Let's <laughs> admit it. We are all a bunch of despicable freaks who are willing to <laughs> shovel over our hard earned bucks yeah. to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Take my I'll money, admit Richie. it, will you? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good point you made about the emulation. I suppose there's only two ways to play these games other than, other than um, um, buying one of these things. Yeah. And that's to either be a criminal or to collect old consoles. And if and if being a criminal collecting old consoles sound like bad life choices for you, then then this is a good this might be a good option. Well, I mean, that's not entirely true because yeah. there's the virtual console oh, as well. Oh, that's true. Yes, there the is Wii. the third option. Yes. Yeah. And not all of those games are on there, but the overall yes. majority of them are. But if what if you like me AC and you haven't bought a Nintendo console for let's say decades. <laughs> like then I mean th- th- there is a niche audience for this, but yeah, yeah. yeah there is. Mm. Okay, so that's our review, our system review. Now time to game life talk ourselves out of this hole. Rob, yes. uh, you've been busy, but also it's also been a bit of a tough time for you. And yeah. I've been busy and not busy, and I've been having a tough time and also not having a tough time, if that makes sense. So it's, it's, been, it's been a, a time. Peaks, peaks <laughs> and troughs. Yes. Yeah, it's fair to say. So uh, I moved into my... Um, my new place of residence, um, a little bit over a week ago now. Um, it's, we're recording this on Saturday night. It was the, um, the f- Friday of the week previous that I, that I moved in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice place. It's, it's actually funny because um, I was looking at so many houses um, and applying for so many places um, that I actually kind of forgot what the place looked like. So when I got the place, I was like, oh, yay, good. All I remembered about the place was this like strong feeling that it was good, yeah. you know, like, but apart from that, I didn't, I didn't actually know what I was getting myself into. And then when I turned up, 
for the first time and like looked around you know when i was moving boxes into the place um i was like oh yeah this place is good yeah yeah and i was like surprised by it i was like oh it's got an ensuite <laughs> it's, it's quite funny to like apply like sign up for 12 months of your life in a place where you've forgotten what it looks like <laughs> i kind of um, like that actually oh an ensuite wow really lucked out here yeah this is really great yeah this is worth the money um, an ensuite is awesome like i'm <laughs> I'd be jealous if I did not have my own ensuite. En- ensuite is good, actually. Yeah, it's nice to be able to just get up and like walk a few steps to the, the bathroom instead of having to go down a corridor. And, and or if you had a plastic bottle, you wouldn't even have to oh, make those couple of steps. Brilliant! <laughs> burn my burn down my ensuite. <laughs> Well, it's not you, mine, but I'm going to burn it anyway. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because, you know, landlords are very understanding about oh, that. Yeah. Well, especially Canberra landlords. Yeah, <laughs> yes. The most understanding of all landlords. Uh, yeah, so so it's 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 a nice place. It's a bit big. Uh, it's a three-bedroom place. And it's not, wow. a, it's not a small three-bedroom either. So have you turned one room into Ruby's room and the other into a study? Yeah, that's basically what I've done. Um, so, yeah, Ruby's room is pretty cute. We, we tried to replicate... I say we, because Megan has been involved in, in a lot of the planning around this. Um... We wanted to replicate Ruby's bedroom from um, from Megan's house in this new house. So, like, a lot of the furniture is identical. And uh, that has actually helped because she's settling really well in that room. She sleeps like a log in there, actually, which is That's great. Good. Like, from the very first time I put her down in there... She slept really, really well. So I guess Daddy being there is a good help as well. Yeah, definitely. So it's a, it's a good it's a it's a good sign, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, the study is set up nicely. Um, that's going to kind of be my home office slash gaming room slash other for a while. That's um, where Rob goes to cry. That's right. Yes, and to all my tantric yoga moves on myself because I don't <laughs> have anyone else to do them on. Um, <laughs> I'll practice it. Wait, what kind of yoga? <laughs> <laughs> the good kind of oh god <laughs> uh yeah so uh i'll tell you what one thing i will say i mentioned is, is humorous is i um i bruised my thumb from using allen keys too much building all the freaking ikea furniture that i bought <laughs> like i'm not even kidding you for a while i was like i can't build any more ikea furniture because my thumb is so sore <laughs> from the tiny little freaking you know inadequate allen keys they give you you know i have like uh, a power drill i could yeah. have just lent one to you. i have a drill too I don't have a um, an Allen key bit for it though. Okay, um, and you, you can literally just like put like snap an Allen yeah, key in half and yeah, yeah. put one end in there. That'd have the yeah. same effect. My dad has an Allen key bit, which it just makes life like you know worth living, especially when you have you know like a truckload of IKEA stuff. That, that's another thing I should probably talk about. Is I, I decided to do the move myself rather than pay burly men to do it for me. I thought okay, one scrawny nerd. Yeah, can do this just fine. This will work out great. If you don't know what Rob looks like, <laughs> Rob is. Um, is it like like um, a handsome Poindexter? <laughs> I'd, I'd say dainty is probably the best word to describe a dainty Rob. Yeah, you know he's, he's a bit of a dandy, yes. but you know you know he, he scrubs up okay. I kind of yeah, I'm I'm kind of a, a ragtime dandy of a man. Um, <laughs> I just I just really wanted to use word of the day dainty here. <laughs> Yeah, remember that one, yep. kids. Uh, so I decided to hire a a van. Yep. And do the move myself. Now I did in the process save three hundred bucks. That's good. So um, actually a bit more than that. Probably closer to four hundred actually. So my question is, mm. I know you. Yeah. I've known you most of my life. Yeah. You said I did this move myself. Yeah. I call bullshit <laughs> because someone would have helped you. Look, I did get help with one load of stuff yep which was my wife and that was um for the fridge and the laundry machine um and uh i think that's basically what she helped me with the rest i i I pretty much did myself um because moving a um a fridge um down a flight of stairs because there is there is a short flight of steps at the front of the house like leading down into the garden this is your new house yes so okay. there's a, there's oh, a wow. gate okay. and then there's like concrete steps down oh. and then there's a path to the front door I see and so getting um, a fridge down those steps I, I was borrowing like a, a trolley you know a little sort of like you know mm. m- movers trolley um, but even then like it's it's you know dodgy moving a fridge by yourself yeah. so it was good to have it was good to have her there for that and and the laundry machine similarly because laundry machines this is like a top loader and they've got a really weird weight distribution well they um, need to to be yeah. able to stay stable in yeah. the right spot but it does result in like you know it'll just shift the weight just shifts a lot when you're moving them so yeah that can be can be tough but I was actually pretty proud of myself I was bloody exhausted um, at the end of the day but I did I did do the move myself so that was that was cool and saved myself some money um, and probably 
counteracted in a slight way the years and years of, of like complete inaction and um, <laughs> decrepitude into which I've sunk. Decrepitude um, is another word of the day here at Game Life Balance Australia. Yeah, so to use dainty decrepitude, uh, it alliterates as well, which is great. So, um, yeah, so settling in, I've, I've taken some time off work as well. Um, Two weeks, you bastard. Yeah, pretty much for mental health purposes, I think it's fair to say. Uh, yeah, look, you've been through a lot and yeah. a lot has been happening in your life, so I ain't going to fault you this time yeah. for taking a bit of time off. It's like, been pretty bloody exhausting. Yeah. And, um, and I'm still, the, the problem is that like really all that's done is eliminate work from my load of stress it hasn't it hasn't like sold all the other stresses really but it's one less thing to worry about for a couple of weeks which is which is nice uh yeah so that's kind of the big news um i have been feeling weirdly lonely at home um especially at night yeah don't (laughs) god damn it he put his arm around me people people at home and I didn't. I didn't like it. Stop, stop, stop touching me! I don't like, I don't like to be touched by the non-female. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nighttime's been a bit, a bit lonely. But during the day, uh, it, it's not so bad. Um, you know, yeah. there are ways that people like us can keep ourselves busy, but it does, yeah. it does get a bit much after a while. I think because gaming for me had become like you know before I met my wife. We're talking like you know four years ago um, I just did nothing but play games and I was I was quite happy with that I mean I was a bit sort of like lonely I was like oh I'd like to have a girlfriend but you know playing games all day long awesome you know And th- but these days my life has changed I've transitioned into, into a, like a part time gamer a game someone who plays games when he has a couple of spare hours and it's like oh I get to play some games that's fun you know hmm. and for those two hours I have like a, a whale of a time and then it's back to like the daily grind um two weeks off uh, nothing to do really but play video games all day um, it takes the shine off a bit it's not as fun when mm, you it's not you, quite as special yeah when there's no like you know wife and child that you're ignoring in the next room it's le- it's, <laughs> le- it's, it's less fun so um, yeah it's like yeah it's not special anymore so uh, so what I, games have you been playing then uh, well okay well we've been told that we speak too much about player unknowns battlegrounds but, um, <laughs> got a couple of complaints look, about we that did, one we did play a little bit of that earlier in the week you and I yep um, which was which was fun um, other than that uh, I have been dicking around with some old Total War games um, they went on sale recently they seem to go on sale a lot these old Total War games but I picked up um, Empire Total War uh, for a steal, I think it was like a couple of bucks, and um, and that game is is really cool. I, I I never checked it out. It's the one Total War game, um, apart from the the very original. I think Shogun Total War, the original one, didn't really play much of that or Medieval, the original two, the best, the first two I didn't play, yeah. but the rest I played. I played them all. Uh, Empire is interesting. It's the most ambitious Total How War. How old game. is that one now? Okay, so that came out in 2008, I want to say, 2009. Yeah. Uh, so it came out before Napoleon Total War, which came out before Shogun. So it's pretty old by today's standards. It was It's the most ambitious Total War game. It's still, it still strikes me as the most ambitious. They were really going for something very grand with this game. So it has the European map. As, as most Total War games do so you can see mm-hmm. all of Europe and North Africa and um, you know a bit of the East the Middle East and stuff uh, but they also have two other maps they have a map of um, America and a map of um, India and these maps are all connected by these like points so you can actually you're actually as you're playing the game you're playing like a huge part of the known world um, and you can send ships you know to and from America or to and from India with uh, um, you, you know from from Europe and it's set in the uh, 18th century oh yeah so that seven, makes it a bit more interesting yeah. then. kind of more industrialised yeah. I suppose so early industrial yeah 1700 through to <clears throat> 1800 so it covers the great age of sail um, yeah the, the beginning of the industrial revolution um, it's focused a lot of the a lot of the um, the campaign is focused on the American um, war of independence Oh wow! Okay, um, which is interesting. Um, Do you see that part of the map? Yeah, yeah. So it's got the east coast of America. Oh wow! Um, okay, including down to South America as one of the, one of the maps that you can send ships to and from. So you can do some cool things, uh, like for example, uh, there are points on the map where 
they're kind of like teleport points where like you go you, you move your ship into the Atlantic Ocean oh, yeah. right to the edge of the European map and there'll be a point there and if you land if you end your turn with a ship on that point next turn it'll start in a like teleporter almost in America oh, okay. right in, in, <laughs> in, in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of America and so you can do things like guard those points with your ships and like stop people from oh, okay. moving That's so cool. it creates this kind of trade wars and um, you know this, this sort of uh, naval the naval side of the game is is, is very much more um, important and this was the first total war game that had full blown naval battles so most total war games up till this point had like you know very cinematic land battles where you're controlling thousands of troops and things like that and they were very cool um, but the, uh, the naval battles were um, you know just essentially handled using maths and you wouldn't actually get to control the ships well this this game actually introduced okay you get to control you know <clears throat> 10 or, or so sh- you know, ships of the line you know like we're talking like all these different sizes of ships yeah. from like small sloops up to the um, you know the, hu- the large battleships with uh, you know hundreds of cannons and you're doing broadsides and you're th- and you're you know like doing boarding actions you're so shooting- have you finished this game before? yeah like uh, you- no this is my first time pl- I-, I played a lot of Napoleon Total War yeah which came after Empire and was a much more focused narrow game that was very much centered on the European theater and it was all to do with Napoleon's yeah yeah and it was it was you know like I said a much more focused game this is a very broad very grand game covering a hundred a spate of about a hundred years and um, you can play all these sort of different nations you can even play as um, Indian nations as in, like, American Indians. Oh, okay. Or, wow. or Indian Indians. This could get confusing. Yeah, yeah, let's call, yeah. Them, let's call them Native Americans. You can play as Native Americans. Oh, yeah. Which... Do you know um, which ones, like... Can you play as the Sioux? Yeah, or? I think so. Iroquois, like, the... um, Mainly... It's mainly... The Cherokee, or...? We're talking mainly, like, you know, down the east... The eastern uh, coast. So, not so okay, much the Plains yeah, okay, Indians. Not yeah. so much the west. Yeah, because I'm more uh, familiar with the western tribes. Yeah, because so the eastern ones the went down western pretty... Western <laughs> They got... They got duffed over pretty, pretty yeah. quickly, sadly, by the settlers. But, uh, yeah, it's a very cool game. I'm... I'm keen to play more of it um it seems very daunting um and a big time suck but hey i have lots of time you got, so. you got a bit of time on your hands yeah. so you know you should enjoy it uh, you know as hard as it will be sometimes mm-hmm. you know so, i'm also yeah. thinking of reinstalling crusader kings 2 oh god because at some point i do want to force ac to play that game with me oh god so that we can review that game. i knew this was coming i, oh, just look, I reviewed a ton of retro games you can at least review one weird game that i like a lot oh um, no i'm i'm fine with that I'm, I'm going to dump all over it, but you know. <laughs> uh, the platforming enough. sucks. It's not a platform racing. <laughs> you know, I'll say yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I could never get the special moves to work on King Richard the <laughs> Third. Couldn't get him to do his Hadouken. Yeah, exactly. His dragon punch just wasn't working. Well. All right, AC, uh, what have you been doing? Doing? In games and or life. Possibly balancing the two. Uh, my family's back. Which, yeah, basically, mm. yes. So, yeah. I haven't been gaming a whole lot because mm. I've been spending time with my damn family. <laughs> Those losers. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really, really good having them yeah, back, actually. Yeah. Uh, I've, you know, last weekend, we didn't do a whole lot. It was a long weekend. And this weekend is a, ho- is a long weekend as well. Mm. And uh, we didn't do a whole lot but we just went out and we had lunch together and I played with May and hmm. it was just a very fulfilling weekend emotionally I think that's good and then I went back to work and you know work sucks and everything but it's like you know I felt like I really spent last weekend to the best of my ability yeah you milked it you milked I it did good. There, were, there was minimal games I'm gonna say hmm. but um that's uh, that's not bad in terms of balance if your family has been away for as long as mine was, which yeah. is like five weeks, I think, by the end of it. That being said, I have um, we did Rob and I mm-hmm. uh, have had a couple of games of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had a couple of complaints from the punters saying you guys talk about this all the time because Rob was talking about it all the time, and then I bought it, and then I started talking about it. <laughs> it is worthy of discussion I will say yeah. but I get that it's, if it's all we talk about it'll get pretty boring I think the problem is that it's just it, it has a way of grabbing your brain and, and stopping you from thinking about any other game yeah it? yeah um, and so, so I was actually yeah. showing Maria when Rob and I were playing and you know we got dusted very quickly a couple of times but it was fun enough and she got the idea yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so I have actually been playing my Neo Geo AES Advanced Entertainment System which mm-hmm. is the home version of the Neo Geo console 
Uh, I only have one game for that, okay. and that is Samurai Showdown. Nice. That's a good game to have. It is a solid, solid game. Yeah. And I always tout myself up like, oh, I'm really good at this game. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. That is a lie. <laughs> I like just to put this on public record is that what I'm good at is beating like the first three to four people. Right. After which case I get trounced. Yeah, the, the difficulty curve just ramps right up. Oh, yeah. I, I used to be good at this game, or mm. at least in my brain I was. That might be a falsity that my memory is created. Right. But it's so much fun, especially it's so much fun when you have like, you know, big massive control paddles yeah. which you use. But damn, like it does get super hard super quick but I do love playing that game mm, it's one of those mm. games that I keep dying and I go oh, I'm so angry at myself because I'm like, just so bad mm. I should look up all the move lists on the internet eh, just one more game <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is if you don't have a crew of people who are all super into fighting games as well it's hard to justify investing the hours and hours that you need to get really good at a fighting game yeah that's true um, I yeah. The original time I got good at this fighting game was when I was on holiday with my family and one of the games was set to free play. Uh, uh, and that's yep. when I really got into that game, which mm. is one of the reasons I really love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just... Uh, Neo Geo AES games are so expensive, but I really want to play more of them. But mm. it's like, I just want to play it on the original hardware. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I don't know. I think I may have talked about this last episode. I have a new device which uh, basically duplicates uh, Famicom disk systems. Mm. It's like a little USB thing that plugs into um, the RAM port. Yeah, I think you did mention this last time. Yeah, I kept saying, I'm going to do a video, but after my family got back, it's like, nah, I want to spend time with my family. No, I want to be doing videos. Who Who wants wants to video? Who wants to make videos? I made a couple while my family were away and Mm. um, they were, they were interesting enough and everything, but yeah, it's, it really goes to show like the, the genus of the idea of game life balance Mm. really rears its head a lot these days. Yes. It's funny, isn't it? We didn't think that we would be challenged in the, all these different ways when we came up with the idea. I'm glad we have copyright to this actually, like the actual game (laughs) life balance. We own copyright to that. So while we own whatever it is. Patent pending. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. I think we own we own one part of it anyway. Yes, but it's I don't know. Like I am just sitting here at a big wall of games mm. and going, oh, I should probably play more of those. Hey, yeah, probably. Mm. Uh, but at the moment, I'm just looking forward to playing a bit more of my SNES Classic. There you go. You know, um, maybe well, some games that I haven't uh, given a lot of thought to before. Mm, mm. Um, basically, I am thinking. Just going through this list here. I do want to play a bit more Mega Man X. Mm. I'm bad at Mega Man, but I do like playing it. I do like playing Super Ghosts. Sorry, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. It is a fun game, despite its difficulty. Yeah. And I do want to play Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, but with Maria. Yeah, I think that's the way to play it. If you've got a super fan with you who can, you know, um, guide you through it. And I'm not sure it's not... I'm sure it's not particularly difficult, but RPGs are still RPGs at the end of the day. Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is this has a good reputation uh, yeah. because it's made by Square. That's right, yeah. So they I know wanna... how to make RPGs. Yeah, but I just want to play with Maria, but it's like mm. our daughter is sick at the moment, mm. so I, yeah. it's probably a combination of like a slight cold and hay fever, but her nose is so blocked she can't sleep, so... Yeah, poor little mite. She's been um, a, sad, a sad monkey. Uh, this evening so. and she's usually so happy we always get yeah. oh she's so cute oh she's always smiling oh she's always so happy and then you get her home and she's like Bleh. <laughs> I'll uh, kill your firstborn that is you I'll kill her <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they, they don't they don't cope well with being sick little no. ones no unfortunately now Rob I hear you've got the best most fantastic biggest quiz you've ever made yes that's right I I <laughs> Me and my me and my elves have been hard at work in the workshop in the quiz workshop. Mm-hmm. We've we've um, we're working day and night. Yep, and uh, we've came up with I don't I don't have a quiz. For okay, you, that's so fine. I, I, I just <laughs> I just wanted to point that out because yeah. on the few times we don't do the quiz, like mm. we actually get feedback from people saying great episode, but what happened to the quiz? It's like <laughs> if we don't mention it, yeah. it gets picked up. So I feel like if we mention it and get it out of the way, that's fine. Yeah, look, I'd like to I'd like to have made a quiz, but I've. I've been a bit in the downy dumps recently, and I haven't really been... I haven't really felt like it, basically. Hey, Rob. Um, Don't... You know, people at home can't see you sexually harassing me. (laughs) 
They can probably hear it. They can probably hear just the awkward silence. Just There's an awkward silence. It's awkward for a reason. probably touching Rob's penis right now. <laughs> if I can find it. Can... Whoops. Nope. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Stay on the micro peni. <laughs> micro peni. That's, that's Latin. All right. So, look. <laughs> if I you... just say that's Latin, that makes it true, doesn't it? That's actually... <clears throat> Uh, you are. You do actually speak Latin. I don't. Uh, no, I don't speak Latin. You I, read Latin. I translate it badly. Yes, I read Latin. That's probably fair to say. Yes, you yes. do read Latin. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a bit of a dead tongue. Yes, so to speak. Just um, like my dead tongue kissing you and sex. Okay, if you want. <laughs> God, I don't know. Look, taking it off right look, now. Look, I'm not. I, last time I wasn't in the best podcasting frame of mind, but I think it's fair to say I'm even worse today. So. <laughs> What uh, episode? Did we even say which episode this was? Is this 40? 40, it's 42. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, we should have made such a big deal out of this. Why? We're both Hitchhiker's fans. Oh, 42. Okay, uh, yeah. Man, I feel really bad it, now. It's the meaning of gaming. We should have. We should have done the yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy text adventure game. Oh, if you were smart, we would have done that. Yeah. yeah. I've... Oh, we'll do the next episode 43. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony. I think I think the opportunity has come and gone now. I think, yeah, that yeah. didn't occur to me because I've actually been doing a lot of reading up okay. on uh, text adventure games recently. Right, okay. I even watched a documentary called Get Lamp. Okay. And I can say, without a shadow of a doubt, it is the most boring documentary <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Oh, God. It must have been so interesting to people who were into that, and they interviewed a lot of, like, blind people who really like it. Mm, mm. Which is interesting, because I have a blind daughter and everything, but... Yeah. Damn, text adventure games are so boring. And they're yeah. talking it up like, oh, my God, they're, they're going to have a resurgence, like... And they don't call it text adventure, they call it interactive, interactive fiction. Interactive fiction, yeah, yeah. And, like, they really big it up, and it's like, oh, I can't take any more of this. You people are the most boring people on the planet. <laughs> this documentary didn't even have a narrator. The guy, oh like, had text instead of narration. I was like, look, I have a deep, melodious voice. I would have narrated you for it, except I would have fallen asleep. Yeah, look, I don't... I, it's probably interesting more as a book than a than a than a document. Sometimes subject to some subjects that are better left to books. Yeah, and um, nobody would have watched it as a book. Read it as a book. As a, no one watches books these days. Even anyway. yeah, even interactive fiction. <laughs> like seriously. Like I really <coughs> applaud everyone who has an yeah. interest in that. I think it's good. I just it just bored me to tears and I feel bad about it because I'm so into the history side. But yeah. that was not a well made documentary. It even it even had Romero in it. Really? Our, our Lord and Saviour, John Romero, right. was in there talking about the early days of text adventure, how he would go to a university and play, watch people play on a mainframe. Mm. And even that bored me to tears. Wow, well, yeah. When John Romero is boring you to tears, you know something's up. How's his hair? It's a... Is it oh, it was it was lustrous, and um, you know he winked at me. I think through the camera a couple of times. <laughs> it's a bit suspicious, but hey, you know, take what I can get. Yeah, he's a sexy man. He, he yes, <laughs> yes, he is. That much is true. All right, um, I'll kick this podcast in the balls by reading the copy. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Kick, kick away, kick away. Kick okay, them nods. I don't have my glasses. Where are my glasses? Uh, oh, well. we hope game Australia visit web. Something about the US. We will bomb you tomorrow. Okay, there we go. Right, nice. Thanks. <laughs> Brought to you by Kim Jong. <laughs> oh, my glasses. Here we go. I was going to say Kim Jong Il, but he's Kim Jong Un. Kim Un. <laughs> That's right. He's the Scottish. He's the Scottish. He's <laughs> the Kim Jong Un. It's like a, a crazy twist when you actually hear him speaking. He's actually got a thick, a thick Scottish brogue. <laughs> That's right. We're going to destroy the Americans. Oh, it sounds like your Obama impression. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You got a stereotypical view of North Koreans, eh? God, I knew this podcast would go off the rail at some point. I'm, I'm a rich and complex cosmo... Oh, I can't even say it anymore. I can't, I've lost the accent, I see. I've lost my fake Kim Jong-un accent. I was gonna, what I was going to say is that he's a rich and complex cosmopolitan person who... He studied at the University of Glasgow, okay? That's how... Yes, Glasgow. That's my retcon for why he sounds like... Awesome. Yeah, okay. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> visit us on the web at gamelifebalanceaustralia.com. Uh, our sister show is currently on sabbatical, but A-Ow... A-Ow. A-Ow. Someone hit me in the balls I there. just stabbed him. Stabbed him right in the neck. Uh, Cody is doing a new podcast. It's kind of his job, Curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a great podcast. Please check it out. 
Um, I'm at ProdTelly on Twitter. I'm trying to persuade Robbie here to rejoin the click. But he's not biting, so don't don't look out for that anytime soon. But seriously, give us a positive rating. We've been a bit down in the dumps recently, but we've got some plans to kind of zeus it all up again. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of zeusing. We're going to zeus. We're going to zeus. We're going to. We are going to call down Zeus, the god of all gods. Yes, he's going to help us. He's going to turn one of us into a sexy cow and have sex with us. Isn't that what happens with Zeus? Someone gets turned into a cow and then sex happens. It's yep. pretty much how it works. <laughs> Admit it. You'd listen to that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he uh, he has sex with people, and then they give birth to cows. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle! Yeah, who knows? But that guy, anything can happen. <laughs> I love that guy. It's it's it's, a, it's always a fun time with Zeus. All right, seriously, uh, yeah, listen. <laughs> Sorry. Recommend us to your friends. Uh, we will be, you know, we will be getting back out. You know, we're down in the dumps, but we'll be getting back out real soon. Yes, we'll We've claw ourselves, some... claw our way out. Yep. Like an alien from the the, the chest of, of a. It's been a, a difficult time, especially for Rob at the moment. We really appreciate all of your all of your thoughts and prayers, and, yeah. and just listening to us. Yes, AC has forwarded me on some nice messages from people, which is which is nice. So um, I appreciate those messages a lot. Um, it re- he really does. Like yeah. he's not saying that just to say it, but he really, uh, you know, I've got some very nice messages. I've been relaying a lot of stuff back and forth. Yeah, which has been it's been really great. So um, I do I do appreciate that a lot. Um, it's nice to know that people care, um, even even if we're on the other side of the world. I mean, that's that's the nice part about the internet. I mean, the bad part about the internet is you know everything, but the, <laughs> but there is there is a nice like slice there, which is that you can you know make friends with people. From around the world, and then you can all kind of care for each other and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you can the world all... is a better place for it. Yeah, well, yeah. ever so slightly. Maybe not. The world is the world. <laughs> all right, it's what, the, world? the world. The world is the world. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Game Life Balance Australia. Toodaloo. Thomas pulled into the station. He was very horny. <laughs> <laughs>